When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubyard, Dubland Podcast, up your ear hole. Yeah. We need some music. We need some team music. You know, jovial stuff. You know, get you in the fucking mood for a nice day stuff. You know, the... Like the Pink Panther music or the Catch the Pigeon music. Remember those old uh, I'm things? I'm thinking though, yeah, we have, we'll have to have some generic that doesn't cost us money to play it. Well, it's not going to cost us money because nobody knows how to find us, you know? Excuse me, could... we're one of the top ten downloads on iTunes comedy in your face. Yeah, but it's none of their business where no, we are. No, I know, but then they'll find it and then they'll come after us and go, you don't pay your royalties. Yeah, where'd they send the bill to? There's no address on the Dublin podcast. Email it You're going to send it to me through Twitter? See how that works out for you. You sneaky git. See how that happens. Send me a dress on me email. You'll never find me. Sons of bitches looking for your rights for your music. <laughs> that we stole off you. None of your business. None of your business. That's what I'd be thinking. My muscles are very sore. Now, last week I came in. I know. I know. Yeah, I might wind you. I know. Last week I came in. Oh, I, I know told, where this is going, actually. Where do you know now? I came in. I was very sore from a hangover. Yep. I had a head that looked like it, would be, it had been tenderized with a meat hammer. For a long time. It had like a cabbage on you. I did, yeah. I had previously gotten sick in Joe Rooney's podcast. Thank God that's not out yet. Uh, I missed our own podcast the following day. I was in an awful, awful state, even two days later. Uh, so I've gone hard at it to try and remedy the situation. I also got caught spoofing to me personal trainer because I told him I had a few beers and I did have a few beers I did I had quite a few Yeah. I left out the quite a few you omitted the rest of the beers and the 4 o'clock in the morning finish and the cocktails yeah I had all those as well yeah so so what uh, so what's that got to do with it yeah so what uh, so uh, then I got caught uh, so it's been a particularly rough time in the gym trying to get Steve my shit Doody. together Steve Doody who is I have to say the most fantastic trainer I mean he is getting me well, he's getting me I'm, I've got a new name for myself. SpongeBob Square Bum. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been doing squats. I've been doing the pulley uppies. Did you do the, did you do the song? The Bring Sally Up song? Bring Sally Up. Bring Sally Do you do that? I don't know that yeah. song. For squats. Bring Sally Up. What's that? I never heard of it. Bring Sally Up. Bring, bring Sally, Sally Down. I never heard of it. Have you never done? Never heard of it. Yeah, so I've been hard at it in the gym. I went in on Sunday. I went in yesterday, but the body's feeling a little bit worse for wear. I had one of those. You know the way sometimes you go to the gym and you'd be sore? And you sit in the toilet and your legs hurt you. And then you move and your legs hurt you. And all my old injuries are hurting me. Right. And my body's tired and it's just hurting all the time. And I went from feeling like I could run through a brick wall until feeling like a bit of an old pensioner that was after being in the car crash. A bit crash. jellyish. A little, just achy. Achy. A good aches though, right? No. 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 I've had the good aches. The good aches make it feel strong. This is just, it's like I'm fatigued. Is that, is that a word? Oh yeah, for the great words. It's like I'm fatigued, yeah. Now I'm eating like a whore and I'm gone up, I've decided to up my eggy intake. Oh, there we, oh it's actually a workout, a yeah. Born Sally workout. Yeah. Have you ever done this? No, never heard about it. Yeah, so you like, it, you have to hold. It's a And it chill. just gets, yeah. Oh, it's deadly. You should do it. So you have to hold. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Although I couldn't so every do it. Time they say up, you go up and then you go down. Although I'd never get that bloody song out of my head. It's already too late. That's gonna be born Sally up and born Sally down or bring Sally up or bring Sally wherever. So then it's either hold. You're like hold new squash. And then you go back up. <laughs> so good. But now I'm going to be bringing Sally up to fucking bed and up Sally into town and the whole lot because that bloody song's going to be bringing yeah. me all over the place. It's good though, huh? It's kind of catchy, yeah. I have to say it is kind of catchy, yeah. It works, yeah. You get a bit addicted to it. When I, when I didn't have a fat ass. You don't have well, a fat I ass. I have an unfit ass. You don't have a fat ass. I have to say as well, nice head. 
You've got a very lovely new head. Got a new head. You have a very lovely new I head. I traded my old head in for you a did. new head. Yeah, for no, this I, one with I, new I, hair I, on it. And your hair looks lovely. New hair, don't care. New um, hair, don't care. Looks I lovely. I got my hair cut yesterday and actually I thought of you because the gentleman who cut my hair was talking about barbers. He, so he was chatting about different barbers things and he was talking about different hairstyles for barbers and he was saying that he would train the hairdressers where I was. He was saying, sure, yeah, yeah, I'll bring this to show you the fades. And I was like, PJ loves the fades. There page. you go. I yeah. love I can't get one but I do love one and if you grow your hair yeah so I chopped I had long hair and now I have short hair and do you know what though there was that I did have that moment and hairdressers are amazing like this right so the, the hairdresser who cut my hair he had like sometimes with hairdressers they have a way to make you feel really special they right? do, and yeah. I think especially oh, now that's not with hipster barbershops right? they no. make you feel like you're the only fucker in the whole place that's actually worth something I felt like I was walking on air I went in I was early I had to be there at like half past nine I'd like kind of throw myself together but you know respectfully put on a little bit of makeup and uh, went in and he arrived down his name's James he was a real man you know like a real man like he'd loads of ta- you, know, you know my thoughts on tats as well he'd loads of tattoos and he's like hi love I said hi so he's like right what are we doing and then decided that he was like we're going for an Alexa Chung now Alexa Chung in my eyes is like 22 years of age she's not a 35 L1 year old L1 with a kid which is what I am do you know oh, stick, you stop with stick the to L1. your boat stick to what you know do you know what I mean but anyway he cut it and I swear to God I swear to God when he turned that chair around I felt like Alexa Chung oh if did he do a reveal he, yeah because I didn't see my hair because he was training the, everybody else how to cut this particular cut um, so I hadn't seen my hair at one point I did look at the ground and go he was like do a lob. Do you know what a lob is? It's a no. long bob. So I have a lob. An Alexa Chung lob. <laughs> it looks very good though. Thanks. Looks very good. He, I said to Joey last night, I was like, he was an extremely good looking man. Like it wasn't that, you know, sometimes you come across men who are very good looking, but they're a bit too, like they're a bit plucked and groomed and a bit, but he was, yeah. kind of, there was something, do you know? Something, manly. Yeah, he's a manly he was man. manly man. He, had, he looks like if he got lost in the woods, he'd find his way home. Yeah. Yeah, that's important. And he's tats, and you know I me, mean? tats on his hands and all. Yeah, I like tattoos, you see. Not I know you tattoos. do, and I'm like, I've nothing against them. How do you know he was definitely gay, though? Because he was talking about blokes that he'd. Oh, well, then, yeah, that's a bit of a giveaway. Dated. It's just because. Maybe I... he's bisexual, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I, you know the way sometimes you meet men that are unusually camp, say, but then they're talking about their wives or their girlfriends all the time. Oh, yeah, that's happened a few times, and you're unusually still looking camp. at them going. I met one of those guys recently, there's a. Oh, no, I don't want to give away who it is. That wouldn't no. be fair. But uh, th- let's say they've opened a new... Well, it's, it's, I can't tell you what they... Oh, it's a no. clothes shop. Okay. Right? Uh, and I went in to look at the clothes shop. Right. A new, it's a new clothes shop. Okay. Reasonably local. And uh, the man I know is a straight man, but... Yeah. Unbe- like... A feminist. He's camp. Proper camp. Right. At one stage, he said, you know, it's good to see people coming in here because you get people coming in the odd time. They wouldn't know how to dress a seller. That's what he said. <laughs> the best. They wouldn't know how to dress a they salad. They know how to dress a salad. Yeah, that I need like... that in my life. <laughs> I do actually remember coming across uh, somebody and they were like, you just need to remember, if it's Gucci, it doesn't mean it's gorgeous. And I was sitting there, Gucci dripping off me, going, Stadium. Okay, now, yeah. you've, you've caught me on a bugbear. Oh. You've caught me on a fucking bugbear, right? Because I've been trying so well. to do this thing lately, right? I've been trying to improve myself as a human being. Uh-huh. As a human being. I think being. you're doing very well. Well, it? I'm doing me fucking best, but you it's not square easy. Hole. Right? Yeah, me and me square SpongeBob Square Hole over here has okay. been doing me best, right? <laughs> so apart from just like going to the gym with Steve and, and you know, improve myself physically. Steve Doody, please give yeah. him his full name at all times. Steve Doody. I've been with Steve Doody. I've been trying to get you fit. You had a name like Steve Doody, you'd say yeah. Steve Doody. I've been doing all that work and I'm I can see the I can see like the uh, you know the things happening. I'm forty one in two weeks. So I thought, you know, maybe I'll buy myself some newer clothes. And I thought maybe They're I'll look at the max right oh, but I'm only realising the barbarity of the fashion world. It's a barbarous world. It's a world for fucking lunatics. Right, Gucci. I'm going to look at the site here, right? Okay. Honest to Jesus. I ne- I couldn't... It, it pretty much blew my mind when I saw the prices of this shit. So, there you go. Men. Let's, let's go into the men's collection here, right? Fuck's sake. How, these sites are so fancy you can't use the fucking things. Jesus Christ. Look. Shop all. And then a fucking lad in yellow trousers turns up. I mean, how in the name of Jesus is that shopping? That's not shopping, it's just another picture. Okay, right, here we go. A, a suit, right? Yeah, it was Gucci though. Jacket and pants, right? A suit. Yeah. One, a jacket and a pant, right? Yeah. There's a slight bit of a line in it. How much? I'd say it was a Gucci. Gucci. Oh, it's probably about five grand. 3,120 pounds. Bastard euros. Oh, okay. Uh, unbelievable. There's a jumper, a V-neck merino wool jumper. Yeah. How much? 
at probably a couple of 800 quid. 520 quid? You're even shooting over the stars here. I had a look at Burberry. Did you ever see that them lads in Burberry? Yeah. They're taking the piss out of life as it, uh, in the moment. In the fucking moment. They have a fucking t-shirt. A t-shirt. Like one t-shirt there for 185 euro for a fucking t-shirt. How many, you know, I have a, I don't know what, how in the name of holy fuck, a pair of socks, right? Burberry, pair of fucking socks. How much? 85 fucking euro. Who is out there? What fucking madman is out there? What's wrong? What do you have? How much time do you have in your hands that you have to say, I need to find a pair of stockings for 85 euro? How, what's going on in your life? That How much are your shoes? If you have, if your socks are worth 85 quid, how much are your, let's, Gucci fucking loafers. I'm going to find out how much their shoes are, are now. expensive. I do actually remember being out with a family member and he was in Dublin and he got stopped. I had a pair of black runners on a black pair of trainers. He got stopped at the door of Dublin and they were like, I'm sorry, you can't come in. You have a pair of runners on. And he was like, they were Seriously. Prada. Like they were. I'm just, down, here you go. Gucci brogues. Yeah. 985 euro. Uh-huh. I suppose you wouldn't put a 50 quid cent sock into that, would you? No. You wouldn't be allowed. But if you were... Probably sets off an alarm in Italy. And they go, hey! Penny sock! <laughs> hey! Oh, the marriage man. He's stuck with his penny sock into the boat. The polyester. <laughs> he make the mockery of the Gucci. Oh, no. Stop him. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. I went through quite a quite a phase with uh, Gucci jewellery. I have a lot of Gucci jewellery at home. So your house is a great one to burgle then? No. <laughs> Look at this. A slipper. A Princetown leather slipper, right? Now, it honestly looks like something Jimmy Savile would have worn around his neck as a brooch, right? It's one of the ugliest yokes I've ever seen. It's four hanging off it. Look at that. There's little gold bars. They're ugly. I told you, just because it's Gucci doesn't yeah. mean it's slippers. gorgeous. Slippers, right? So, walking around. You can't go outside, basically. You couldn't put the bins out in these, right? Okay. It's Tuesday night. The bin man's coming tomorrow. You've just remembered. The dog's out having his piss. But if you had those you slippers, I doubt no. you would put your bins out your own self. But anyway. Yeah, well, I guess so. €995 Euro for a pair of slippers that look like you've kicked a dog up the hole and the four got stuck to them. <laughs> um, answer me this. Sorry, for what exactly? Why are you investing in designer? What's, what's oh, new? Oh, I'm not. I thought no, but, I might. But, but like, what, like, did you just randomly go, oh, I think I might like... Do you know... Do you know what it is? I got, I got, I found myself that I, I started to like, you know, good things, stuff that I used to sort of like when I was a kid, but I could never afford it, uh, and I never wanted to dress smart as a kid because like it was what, always what did like you messing like when you were a kid. So like all Fred Perry type of gear. Okay. I like all Fred Perry gear, and that you know that gear Farah. Have you seen them? No. I like that gear. I think it's actually Robbie Williams Company or something. Farrell. No Farah. F A R A H. Oh, well, Farrell is Robbie Williams' company. Oh, well, that's the wrong one. So okay. Far, not Farrell then. Farah. Okay. And uh, then there's I like Ben Sherman stuff. That sort of English. <laughs> you sound like a 90s knacker. I am a 90s knacker. <laughs> that's exactly what I am. Oh my God, but I, that's sorry, but it's smart. It's yeah. a smart knacker, right? Okay, it's so Scoby, I suppose, more so than yeah, well, I'm, I'm a smart knacker. I, okay. I live with that. I don't have a problem with I that. I know, but I don't want to anybody. You, you can look nice, you know, you can look well. And then I thought, maybe I'll just up the scale and see what's available. Mm. And it, Ben Sherman's expensive then, uh-huh. Ah, uh, it's about the same. Oh, the same it? as the Fred Perry and all that crack. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not unreasonable. Well, mm-hmm. it's 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 not cheap, but it's not unreasonable. It's not pennies. And it's, and def- it's not duns. Yeah. And it's then and obviously I've just found out it's not Gucci or uh that Burberry yoke. Burberry must have been so upset. I'm only figuring out now how upset they must have been when their name became synonymous with scrotes. Or destroyed their brand. It must have. Yeah. It must have. Because every time I see that colour, that tart, you know that. I have poopy tartan colour shit that they have every time I see that anywhere I'm always thinking better watch me bags here yeah Daniela Westbrook yes Daniela Westbrook so then you see I never had any idea it was that big and expensive sort of a deal but Burberry are huge um, in the Asian market that's where they make their money like they sell so many units it's incredible in the Asian market yeah so if you look at like any in Brian Thomas or even over in the UK that's where they do all of their sales I know someone through someone who works in Burberry so that's how I know that detail so yeah so but yeah but there's in between extremely well dressed Chinese people yeah wearing Burberry what do you go turns out I don't know anything about anything but who uh, fashion we always knew that right yeah. That's not a surprise. I don't know what to do that. If you if you need a suit, you, you know where you should go? You should go to Bertoni uh Neon in St. Stephen's Green. They've like good clothes that are 
you know, they're not cheap, but they're good quality. Yeah, you see, I have a very particular style of a head, right? And I have to be very close or careful what I put on. Right. Because my head can transform an outfit for the worst in the flash of an eye. I've seen That's that. Flash of an eye. I've seen it happen. Yeah, all can happen. So I came in once, remember? I was you wearing good tuck. clothes. I was all dressed up. Mm. Uh, and I looked like I was about to go out and do someone like a with fo- a shotgun. You looked like a football hooligan. Yeah, looked like a football hooligan. No, so I, I mean a very, like, a, a lot of football hooligans are very well dressed. Yeah, I know. But hooligan. You're wearing hooligan. hundreds of quid worth of clothes. Wait. And that's mostly why I dress like a child in Vans gear and all because it's, it timid, it sort of pacifies my face. Right, okay. Makes it, you know what I mean? It, it, it pacifies my face. It turns me from a hooligan into a baby. Right, and okay. I think if you can go one of those looks, baby is normally the way to go. So sometimes I go... You're kind of creepy about that. Uh, no, you know, just like an adult baby. I just look like an... I look that's a, like a Channel 4 show. I go from looking dangerous to naive. How about that? That's good, yeah. I like That's a better analogy. So I'd rather look naive than dangerous. Yeah, uh, and so, you carry that off well as well. And so... <laughs> Thanks, Suzanne. You sound nice. And th- and some suits I put on, and I I meet I look Gangster. dangerous, gangstery. Okay. And other suits I put on, and I just look communion kind, confirmation. Yeah, communion confirmation. So I have to go for no, but not even suits. Just go into Lizzo in uh, St Stephen's Green. Go into him and just like as in a good like a like I see. I think you should be in. I know you 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 don't agree with me in this, but I think you should be in some type of skinny jean for a night out. Good shoe. Because you've invested in your new shoes, um, a shoe, and then a shirt. And a bl- I actually think you'd carry that off, but I think you need someone, like not necessarily kind of that tug look, but I think you need to go to Lizzo and get him to dress you yeah. and just step out of your, and a couple of colours. I'd like to see you in colours, yeah. not plaid. No, you're right. I need, I need a... Go to Lizzo. Yeah, I'll go to, I need a professional help. No, Lee's brilliant, honestly. I do need professional help, you're right. Okay, yeah, professional go. help, because the head is gone. The head's fucked. He'll fix you up. Um, Jesus, the head Question, Pudger. Yeah, what happened? So, have you dealt with all of this stuff? No. On the Twitter? Yeah, no, not even the Twitter. On the email. PJ, have you dealt with all this? I haven't looked at the email. Oh, you haven't? Right, let me talk you through it. Baz Dowling, where's my socks? Aaron McCann, give me socks. Paul Gannon, give me socks. C Morale. Uh, socks please James Mahoney or Mahoney give me socks Sean O'Farrell love the podcast give me socks uh, 10 something something where's me socks John Mon, give me socks Baz Doling give me oh no he says Mickey actually which is kind of fun he wants a Mickey uh, Kieran Doherty give me socks Louise Quinn give me socks Jesus. Darren Norton where's me socks Pete socks Declan socks James socks Robert socks <laughs> Mike socks <laughs> Oh, God, I've got myself into a hole here, right? Well, you need to start digging yourself out of all. Is there addresses on all of them? There's there addresses is? on all of oh, them. Oh, shit. So right. here's the thing, right? Then, so then Joey says to me, I, I was reading them, and I was going through them, and I went, you can be sure as shit, PJ. There's no way PJ's looking at these, because I have, so I'm not being rude, by the way. I haven't replied to anything, because it's not my bag. It's PJ's, because people were tweeting me, and I'm like, don't even, just take me out of the equation. I, the socks have nothing got to do with me. So then Joey's sitting beside me and Joey's like, why don't you make Dublin podcast socks? Why don't you get... And I went, with what? Magic money? We have no money. I was like, and I can't stitch. <laughs> I'm sitting there cross-stitching Dublin socks in. So then I'm like, is there a way to make a Dublin sock so or to make them unique? So I think that if you buy socks, you need to you need to have them, like as in, buy loads of pairs, not the same colours, but yeah. loads of pairs and mix them up just to make them... Odd socks. Yeah, and then if we can find a company at some point who could make us socks for free, we'll give you those. Yeah, that would be a great idea. And yeah. then we'll definitely send them out all oh, over Oh, then the place. everyone can have them and we'll plug your company if you want to brand up socks for us. They don't even need to be embroidered. You know something got like a, the kind of, almost like the iron-on transfer. Yeah, exactly. Even if someone made us an iron-on transfer, I'll sit at home and iron them. They'd be our equivalent of Gucci socks. They're socks you show off with. They're the 85 euro jobs. You wouldn't actually put them into your shoe. You know, no, you'd want... Sit, they're display socks. Yeah. So, you need to... You need to get this in hand. Yeah, I do. I need to get a hold of myself now because I've made promises. I've made I promises and my you. mouth can't keep up and now I have to do this Why socks. You're yeah. cashing checks your body can't handle. I'm cashing socks that my feet haven't prepared for, yeah, so I need to do it. Oh! What? What I, happened? I tweeted this last night, right? So, here we go. We were always looking for the million pound deal, right? This is it. I'm going on Dragon's Den with this shit. Oh, brilliant. You have an invention to make us millions. It's not even an invention. Okay, it's it doesn't been, matter. It's literally, it's when I tell you this has been in front of our eyes all of these years, and how nobody has thought about it until now. Is this better than my plop idea? 100%. Okay. Right. You know when you're a kid yeah. and you hear that noise, it's summer, and you hear that noise outside. The ice cream van. 
Exactly. Oh, the nicest noise in the and world. It's like symphony. You'd nick money out of your mum's bag if you had to. I'd nick me mum's head. Listen. Yeah. Um, and the lies also that went around about the ice cream van, because in my house, my mum told me there was Daz in the ice cream. Now, that, it was misconstrued. What she meant was that they didn't clean them correctly, but I just took it as there was Daz in the ice cream and I told everybody on the road. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was just their way of telling you that they didn't have 40 pence for you to go out and buy an ice cream on the road. <laughs> but anyway, right? Think of the excitement. It's incredible. Now, picture sitting in your house of an evening, summer, winter, doesn't matter, feeling a little bit blue and then you hear the chingle changle chimes of the Vino Van. That's a brilliant idea. Right? That's so actually I drive a brilliant around idea. playing my Vino Van music and out people come and I say, what can I help you with? Some Vino? And then we, I serve them all types of Vino from my menu. Suzanne Kane, I am actually, I applaud you Thank beyond. You. It's probably the best idea I have ever heard. It's a mobile... Vino Van. Vino Van. Yeah, Susie's Vino Van. That's it's incredible. I'm, right? I'm beyond. I'm speechless for the first time in my miserable life. I'm absolutely speechless. Brilliant. What a fantastic idea! Yeah, what sort of music though? You can't be playing like you can't if just you play like Vino Colada <laughs> and getting drunk. It at would have home. to be uh, some nice Italian music like Nessun Dorma or something. No, I, I think it should be really cheesy so everybody knows that it's the Vino van. And then ultimately when we get big, um, like obviously we're a conglomerate, um, what we'll generally tend to do then is we'll sell cheese and grapes and crackers as well. That's just the most amazing idea ever. I know. I'm so know. into it. Yeah. Imagine so, the happiness of Mr. Vino's pulling into your estate at half five. Just after you get home from work, yeah. he's got the Italian music banging out the back. It's just a summer's evening, you're just like, ah, you're sitting Jesus. there, you're like, you can get to the offy. No worries. Here comes the Vino van. If you like Vino Galada. And even the kids will be happy because of then an hour later, the ice cream van's coming around. Mac, can have an ice cream. Get one of everything. Ice cream's for the whole uh, street. Get enough. I don't want to see you until your teeth fall out. Get ice cream, you uh, little dirt. So if the dragons can let me know. That's an amazing idea. When they're in. We need to sort of pr- uh, get the name going though. Because you need to have it so that no one can rob our name. You know that way? Vino van. The Vino van. Yeah, like, I think we should just call it the Vino van. Yeah, the Vino van. The Vino van's brilliant. Yeah, I hashtagged Vino van last night. Could you get an old hearse and do it out of a hearse? Be nice that way, you know? Well, like, is it ultimately drinking drinkaware.ie you'll end up in a hearse? No, like a hearse looks I like... Feel it, I feel To be honest, I, I think you're giving away... It, it just gives out the wrong signal, the hearse. I want it bright and, and fun and... Because you know now you can buy, like, you know, um, you know Calippos? Do you remember Calippos? I do, yeah, I love Calippos. So you know you can, in, like, posh shops like Mason and Fortune over in the UK, you can buy Prosecco... Like essentially clippos, but they're clippos, but they're prosecco. Just prosecco in them. Yeah, so I'll probably sell them during the summer. No, they're just they're just prosecco ice pops. Alcohol ice pops. Yeah, alcohol pops properly. Alcohol uh, ice pops. Actual alcohol yeah. pops. Yeah, so I'll probably sell them in the summer. Yeah, that's the crack. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is it. So I need I need some um money to get started for my startup. So look, if you need my bank account details, I will send them. You just need a load of uh, Lidl plunk. Once you get a load of Lidl or Aldi plunk, stick it in the back of a van. This I've got a van. Now. You have a van. This, to be honest, who, who a window did you the do that thingy songy with? Lidl or Aldi? Oh, Lidl. Right, well, one of them need to get on this. Lidl or Aldi need to get involved in my Vino van. Like, if you were a PR company, actually, you know what? PR, if you were a PR company, you worked in marketing, You, I have, I have sorted you out. You're like, now I'm sure that there's restrictions and something to do about selling alcohol in public places, but you know, we'll work our way around it or we'll just be gangster. Yeah, go gangster on it. I mean, look at drug dealers. They've been doing it for years. Although, the, to be honest with you, the ice cream cartels that are out there, like... Wasn't the, there a big the war? shit that goes down between them, it's like... big war in England, wasn't there, in the 80s? Same over here, though. Their patches, their patches, their patch. I'm not kidding. They take... I mean, new hair is in my face. Um, but they take it really seriously. Yeah, I do. do. I imagine they would, yeah. There's a guy who used to... Oh, when I worked in F104... Called he's got he's called Chico and he has a van that says Chico on it and he used to his text on Chico time but he used to arrive with ice creams and do one oh four. Ah look, there's a Mister Disney around my way. Now he's now more licensed by Disney. Him and Walt are jokes. I am. He's got pictures of all the Disney characters and in fairness they look like every one of them looks like they've had a punch in the face. Yeah, they look yeah. like they've spent a night in the Vino van. They all are wonky, wonky fuckers <laughs> and they're all over the side of his van and Mister Disney. Mr. Disney, I'm not even sure he looks like he's cleaned himself too often. And 
He's standing there flogging the ice cream and all the Mickey he Mouse is. music flying out of it. And you think to yourself, you know something? If you can do that. Anyone can. Yeah, and I'm not going to go messing with Mr. Disney. To be honest He's got to look you. off him that if I pull up with him and I've got, you know, Paddy's ice cream, that I reckon Mr. Disney's going to make me go goofy. He'll screwball you. Yeah, I think he'll screwball me. I don't think I'm going to last very long. Mr. Next Disney time. is the reason why my mom wouldn't let us eat ice cream out of the ice cream van. Anyway, that's my idea. So there you go. I have to say, I was doing a gig. Uh, huh? We're Sorry, we're banned in Hong Kong. Oh, we're banned in Hong Kong. We're banned. The Dublin podcast is banned in Hong Kong. <laughs> Fuck you, fake China. No one cares about you anyway, you stupid little... So hi to bags. Pretend you country. Ah, uh, God. Banned in Hong Kong. I gigged in Hong Kong. I thought well, Hong Kong oh, was then nice. I wondered why we were banned. It all makes fucking sense now. <laughs> I thought Hong Kong was a nice place. I would have defended Hong Kong. Bruce Lee came from Hong Kong and then suddenly they banned... The Dublin podcast. What was it they said for profanity? Or, uh, yeah, or I think what there, was, was there was too much bad language. I don't know of... whether it was the like. How do they listen to it, or how do they know? Because every week it's fairly explicit. But I think it could have been the the slang maybe last week. I don't know because literally my friend Carl lives over there, and he sent me a message going, "What did he say this week, Suze? Because he couldn't, he couldn't download it. Yeah. So I sent him the SoundCloud, which I don't know if it worked or not. But um, the long and the short of it is that we're banned in Hong Kong. Oh, it says, so there you go. So it says, um, restriction, do not allow explicit content. content explicit. Not allowed. Hong Kong. Hong Kong, Hong who Kong are you? Fooey. You're even smaller than Ireland. You're a big fuss over nothing, Hong Kong. <laughs> Imagine I got really better. Go ahead. Is there any way you tweet in Hong Kong? I don't Can know you... if they have an at Hong Kong. Like, I don't know as an Ireland. Oh, though, actually, there's an at in Ireland. Twitter account but I, I don't to, know whether when I was working in China I had to collect my visa in Hong Kong uh, in the Chinese government building were you over there with Daz? no he, I wasn't where was he? Was I he met there? him over there yeah. but I wasn't over I didn't go over there with him uh, and you go to this like big building this big big Chinese building and Andrew Stanley he's a comedian he does a great uh, stand up routine on it because when you get there they kind of it's like a not a lot of people speak English in Hong Kong they do but in mainland China they don't so you're in this government building it's like you know I need a visa and Andrew Stanley he tells a story your face and so he tells the story where he's in there and he's going I need a visa for Hong Kong for, or for, for mainland China for two weeks why does he have a Hong Kong accent oh I'll tell you now in a minute oh sorry and your woman's going huh and he goes I need a visa for Hong for mainland China for two weeks and he was like huh doesn't know what he's saying and then this English guy who's with us, John Moorhead, he goes to Andrew says, listen, you got to speak Chinglish. He's like, what's Chinglish? He goes, you got to put on their accent. I was like, yeah, right. Walk around a uh, Chinese government building going, Haro! no, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not mental. I'm not doing it, right? So Andrew has to go up to the uh, window and the, and the, or sorry, the English guy, John goes up to the window and goes, Hinnit visa, toik, mainland China. And the woman looks at him and goes, well, why he not say? Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable. I don't know, it's like extremely racist or brilliant. I haven't a clue. I don't know the difference. It's like... But he says oh, it in a stand-up so and it's a true story. It's a true story and it's an amazing story. It's and it's like, I remember China was just an amazing experience. But you know, Hong Kong, fake China. It's only an old fake place. Uh, yeah, so tell me bad books now. In the bad books. I'm going to start a list of countries that we don't like in Dublin. Hong Kong, on it. Okay, start of is Hong Kong. <laughs> You're on it. You're on it. And so it begins. Uh, I did a gig there. I sorry, did a... yes, you did a oh, gig. So, yeah, sorry, you did a gig. Uh, I was the other. It was a weird thing, but it was brilliant. It was this thing called um, "Come Here to Me." Was the name of the gig, right? So, come here to me. So as if Dublin people say, "Come, come here to me." me. Want yeah. to talk to you? Come here to me. Love that. Uh, and it was really mixed bag of things. So I was on. Uh, everyone got an interview, so it wasn't straight up comedy. So I was on with this artist guy called Will Will Saint Ledger. He does all this street art. His stuff is amazing. He's. I know who he is. He's incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, and I knew so much of his work from seeing it on the street but never knew it was him. It was the like big, Simple Minds. You know the love. He, I was on a corner somewhere is his. Yeah, he yeah. does great stuff. Yeah. And then uh, there was this other woman on, I can't remember her name, she had a spoken word and then lots of music on and then a Panty was on. So Panty oh, sort of amazing. closed the show. Uh, but not Panty, he was some, his, his regular self. Rory O'Neill. Rory O'Neill. Uh, and he gave an interview for about an hour at the end and what an interesting dude. Like, honestly, what an interesting dude. Like, I, mean, I know that he gets the piss taken out of him a bit because he's been so big, 
Like he just suddenly went so big. He's in Time that, Magazine's most influential 500 people in the world. Mad, Madonna giving him a ring to say, how are you? All this crazy stuff going yeah. on. But what a what a sound, really interesting, normal guy. Yeah. It took me by surprise. I don't know why. It always does take me by surprise when people are sound. I think he's going to be a bit of fact, kind of. Did you see that Queen of Ireland? No, I do you know what I thought? Do you know what I thought? because he's achieved so much mm. and he's been around for such a long time. I mean, he was pretty much one of the front runners of the whole, the oh, beginnings was, of the was, gay he movement. He was the reason for like the for the fact that in this country on May. Twenty uh, fifth was it that we yeah. you know we went to the polls and that we voted for Voted equality. For equality. That was it was him. He that all started that stand up in the him to stand up in the abbey and speak about homophobia. Yeah, but he started that like you know years yeah. back, way oh, no, back I know, in the eighties. Like, I'm saying that was the the, and the culmination yeah. of it, and then he has the bar now. He's such an iconic Panty. figure. He's world famous at this stage. And then, do you know what? I guess I guess I assumed he would be tired of it. You know, yeah. like, you just wouldn't want to be talking about it. You're just like, you, that you'd be bothering him, was what I thought. Okay. Uh, and then he just gets up, and this thing was all for Crumlin Children's Hospital, so he's doing it yeah, off his own back, no money. This is just like this is just him coming to tell the story. And what an interesting dude. Like, for, to sit there just for now, really, I'm blown away by the guy. I already respected him, but now I just think, I don't know, it's just gone up a whole other level. He's my hero of the week. Uh, very, very impressed, all around. Uh, um, the world's gone mad about Michaela McCollum. I know, and... Uh, uh, maybe I should make her my hero of the week <laughs> I was like do you know what it, it was on my mind <laughs> do you know something she did this interview right she's on there she's for people that don't know Michaela McCollum the Irish girl caught what 1.8 billion a million, million. Uh, euros worth of cocaine in a Peruvian airport yeah. she gets slammed up she was a 19 year old girl uh, who made a bad decision this yeah. is my take on it Yeah, uh, made a bad decision Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets after being on a bender for five days. After being on a bender, she, and yeah, it wasn't a spur of the moment thing. Like she planned to go to Peru from wherever she was. She was over banging away, having a party lifestyle. Well, she makes a decision. Then she gets in over her head, and she she tries to get one point eight million euros worth of coke through an airport. Only a fucking idiot does that. But you want my honest opinion? That's the worst crime she committed. She was a fucking idiot. Yeah. An idiot. She's a moron. And then. And I saw one person in particular who I will never say, but one person I know who's a public figure on TV who has had more cocaine up their snout than most people you would ever know and sitting there going, shit, well, I definitely don't think that interview should have been broadcast. You're like, do you not? Yeah. Do you not? Oh, you just pissed off because you didn't get your coke that weekend because yeah, she got cut off. And there's so many people. And I see uh, Colin are a scumbag and a drug dealer and all, all of this stuff. And I go, how many of you haven't had at least one bag of muck up your hooter at least one time? Exactly. It's so hypocritical. Now, I have never done drugs. It's not my thing. I'm not into drugs. I'm not saying you should do drugs. But I'd be fucked if I'm going to sit there and watch some 19-year-old be stripped down. talk As if her life should be ruined. But that's it. It's crucifixion. When, like. when there's coke, every, you can't turn to piss in Dublin City without someone doing coke. Everywhere, Everybody. though. It's, it's everywhere. absolutely I don't think she's the everywhere. one. She, let's let's you know, put it into context here as well about Michaela. Is she, you know, she's the mule. Okay, I get that yeah. she's the mule, but also she's, the she's not the cartel. She's the she's idiot. Not the, like, you know yeah. She's the idiot. She's the moron they convinced to go through yeah. the airport carrying the drugs. She's the one that took all the risk. Was probably going to get hair. hardly any of that money with a mad hairpo. I'd say, to be honest, I'd say she was probably told you get a holiday. And I just think that she was 19 and she made a really bad decision she's a moron for what she did but I don't feel the need to, to skin her and make a coat out of her and also do you know what let's be honest the amount of people I made some very poor decisions when I was 19 actually I'm 35 I still make poor decisions from time to time I made about 6 you know before I even mean? got here today <laughs> so I just I just think it's really funny I don't know it's crazy but I just think the judgmental tone of it all has been hilarious and then people are going no they're making a celebrity out of her they're not making a, if they're making a celebrity out of her then that's not her fault. She was asked to turn up for an interview and she turned up for the interview. And she goes on and she says, I'm an idiot. I made a bad decision. I realise now I could have hurt people. Uh, uh, what more are you supposed to do? What yeah, more exactly. are you supposed to do? 19. 19. I swear to God, if I wrote down a list of things on the page now <laughs> that to. I did until I got to 19 and you read it, you, I would deserve to be in a Peruvian jail for the rest of my life. Yeah. Well, listen, you'd have great hair. With a man bun. <laughs> Have you Michaela? Don't worry, I'll show you the ropes. What are you in for? Drugs? Oh well, so that's not half of it for the rest grand. of us. Not half of it. Like, my only thing about it was was that I just want to find out what happened to Melissa. Yeah, where's that? Yeah, what happened? Why does no one give a fuck about Melissa anymore? 
the English one. She's done no care. She's so Irish. It's like, she's ours. We'll crucify her ourselves. I don't want to know about her. Yeah. She's Glasgow's problem. No, we don't care. Sure, all the Brits are at the drugs, but the Irish girls are different. Yeah. They're special. She was led astray. Yeah, she was led anyway. astray by that British girl. Yeah. <laughs> that Scottish girl led the good Irish girl up the garden path. That's always so the did. way. Absolutely I, I terrible. led astray. I'd take my ma to a funeral yesterday, right? I'd take my ma to a funeral. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry I, for your loss, Lord of mercy on their soul. Well, I don't even know the woman, but anyway, I had to go. My ma knew. You know the way Irish people are? Well, I have to go to the funeral. Why? Because the woman's dead. When's the last time you saw her? 30 years ago. Christ almighty. Do you honestly of, care? It kind of excites, excites them, though. Do you know it does, the worst yes. thing like that ever... like me missing the championship football match. Yeah. That's what it is for them. It's You see, what happens is, as well, the worst thing that ever happened uh, in this country was RIP.ie. My ma has it just it's just an open in one of her tabs all the time yeah. on her iPad like Facebook I exa- that's exactly I was going to say she references it like Facebook she looks for her friends yeah <laughs> she's she's drimming hang on what road was she yeah, was she down by Mrs Long's yeah oh it's unbelievable yeah so there's me there ma events. so my ma they... heard about this big event over a dead woman <laughs> happening out in Glasstool oh which is the other side of the city for me that's like the other side of the city away. and some like yeah. Glasstool is far from me yeah, and it's South my County, side South yeah. County so it's and it's at five o'clock so what oh. in the name of Jesus who plans a funeral around well, rush hour traffic who plans a funeral around rush hour traffic I mean, honest to God. God doesn't have to sit in traffic. So there's people now trying to get home from work and now I'm in the way. I'm in the way. I'm in their way because I'm bringing a woman to, a, to see a dead woman. Yeah, yeah, that's actually happening, right? So I'm sitting there on my way to see the dead woman that nobody's seen for 30 years. Not, the, the, not wait, her family, Could have rang her two weeks ago. No, wait till she's dead and then I'll pop in. It'll be in and out. Uh, so we go to the funeral and... Um, I realised what a pro my ma is. She's an absolute funeral professional. She has the skills like I have never seen. She knows it off by heart, right? She knows the funeral mass off by heart. I swear to God she learned the sermon. She knew it. She knew it back to front. So she's standing there, right? And then she starts, she turns at me, right? Just before the end, she goes, you stay where you are. I'm going to get up there, right? So as the priest is talking, she sort of ducks down to the same level. So she's the same level as the people sitting down, right? And she's hovering along the outside, right? Okay. And as the priest is there about to finish, then she finds a, a sort of semi-empty pew and she hovers along the inside. So no one can really see her moving, but I see her moving. Oh, yeah. And then like a ninja. she stands in the centre. And just as the priest says, uh, you may now come up and meet the family and show your and share your condolences. condolences. She stands up with the elbows out so no one can pass her and marches up the front, shakes five hands. Boom. Out the door. I swear to God, we were back in the north side of Dublin before the last person shook hands. We were halfway home. She is an as That's, professional. So for people who don't know, I suppose, especially if you're listening outside Ireland and it's it's alien to you. So a removal happens. You go, you bring your loved one to the church for the removal, which is at five or half five in the evening. It's real quick. Dominic Dale's plastic blue, 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 blue. Oh my God. Yeah. She liked playing drums and eating fish. Bring them Good into luck. the church, present them to God, put the coffin down and then the family stand in the very front row and then what happens is is then the people who, if the house was private or for whatever reason, the people then come and they you stand there and they shake your hand. Sorry for your loss. 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 How are you? Great. Good to see you. Sorry for your loss. And then you do. But that happens. Now, Irish funerals by their nature, like when my dad passed away, we stood there no exaggeration for about two hours and I remember yeah. being standing there for about an hour and I remember one of my brother's mates because again there's a bit of black humour in Ireland as well oh. laughing at us going yeah. are, you'll be here for another be here at, least, at least another hour and be a half all night, yeah. the queues are out the door and people are only doing their best so then that becomes a competition with the with the older folk They fit, they now know the time to pounce is just as that bit of incense is going on the yeah. click, and you and see the thing, them moving and they start to, they're like lurkers you see them moving, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable! It's brilliant. It's like a, it's like when you see, you know, when a, you're walking trained, through the park with your dog. Trained removal ninjas. Yeah, you know, you're walking through a park with your dog, and then you see the squ- dog sees the squirrel, and he starts to slow down, and he takes slow steps, slow step, slow step, and then all of a sudden it's wham gone. That's exactly what they're like. They're fantastic. They are. In fairness, they uh, they funeral well. They funeral well. Like Old the, people do everything well. They, they do. do. They do everything well. They have shit mastered. They have everyday life mastered. Then you see young people and you go, nah, you're not cut out for life just yet. No. I, I was in a tattoo shop the other day. I went in to get another tattoo. Yeah. And uh, this just show you how clueless some people can be of a certain age. A young lad walks in. Uh, I want to get a tattoo of the cat that my ma feeds, he says. Right? I want to get a tattoo 
of the cat that me ma feeds. Now, why he wants this tattoo, I don't know. But he wants the tattoo. He was probably someone who benefited from the drugs that Michaela McCollum Maybe. didn't get back in. So he goes, how much is it? Your man says, show me a picture of the cat. Well, I don't have a picture of the cat, do I? He says, there's no point in me bringing you a picture unless you know how much the tattoo is going to cost. I was like, this is a man who doesn't understand how life works. He just doesn't understand how life works. You know what I mean? I don't know if he ever will. Because okay. he's an idiot. And then you get sp- all people, they just know how life works. Every- nothing's a hassle to them because they're just on it all the time. They don't on sweat it all the, the small time. things. Yeah. I went into, actually, I went in to get a tattoo myself. I went so in, what I'm, happened to your tattoo? Oh, uh, you didn't have time to do me, unfortunately. I want to get a tattoo of the devil on my belly. Yeah, the devil on my belly. What kind of devil? And why? The devil. Like, but what? what, what? Like his head, just his head. But what kind? Like, I don't understand. Like, Like, are we talking like you know, Marco and horny devil kind of? Yeah, horny devil. Like he's in a good mood. No, like just his head, and he's in a good mood. A devil in a good mood. I'm mad for the devil. I've realised I'm into the devil. Oh, He's Jesus good crack. Christ. Yeah, I'm mad for the devil. I've realised that. Did you not? Did you not yesterday at that removal on the line when the priest said, "Do you renounce Satan and all his works?" I do. No, I said, you know something. I actually don't. I'm not sure about you, because you're the one Jesus. If that never st- stops talking, if you don't mind me saying, I've listened to this story a million times. No one's ever. The devil's never taken time out of his day to bother me with anything. Do you know what I mean? It's my only experience of the devil, right? This is the only experience okay. I have with the devil, right? right? So, Adam and Eve are in the Garden of, of Eden. Eden. Yeah. They're, they're having the crack, right? Uh-huh. And now all of us, and God is going, now listen, you two. You have to worship me and nobody else, right? Uh-huh. Or else there'll be trouble. Yeah. Yes, right? This is domestic abuse, right? If you're seeing you talking to someone else, there's going to be trouble, right? Yeah. No, but other gods. No, no, right. I love you more than anyone else. Do we know that? Is that true? Okay, yeah, 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 you love us more than anyone else. I fucking tell you! And if you don't agree, I'd send you to hell! Do you want to go to hell? No, you don't want to go to hell. No, so he's all of this. Okay. And then the devil, in one conversation, right? He comes down, has a chat. And in one conversation, he frees all of humanity from being the thought slaves of your man. He sort of goes, no, no, here, listen, I ask a couple of questions. And then all of a sudden, the devil has a, we have freedom of choice. Do you know what I mean? Then you look at the Bible. Uh... God kills about, I don't know, two and a half, three million people. Whatever's in the world. You know, he drowns us, the ark, all of that sort of carry on. The Sodom and Gomorrahs. You know, he was a, how many people does the devil kill in the Bible? Nine. Well, okay. So, I think the devil's just being the bigger man here. I think the devil just, I think the Bible is like the sun or the mirror or the star. It's a, it's a red line. top. It's a red top. And the devil is just going, you know something, I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it. So what is, so what's the devil? Is the devil like? He's sound. He's sound. He is the one. So when God says, I'm not going to have you into heaven. The, the devil, he sort of says, all of God's children, you're welcome here. I'll take you. Unquestionably, you're coming into hell. You're coming what, on into hell. What about the bit where you'll burn to See, I think, I think that's God's... The devil never said that. The devil's gone so around. So do you think that the, do you think that the God has gone around and he's he's been the bitch in the relationship? I think he's a spoofer, yeah. Do you know, like, you know, I, I when, the, when a, a French... I reckon maybe God and the devil got on, they were probably pals, and then they fell out. But you know when you fall out with a friend, there's always one that talks shit, and then there's the other one who goes... Yeah, I'm being. I'm I have go- no interest in whatever. Yeah, I'm not getting into this no. shit. I'm just gonna keep on doing my best yeah, for people. Yeah, you're talking nonsense. And you can do whatever you want to do. I'm not getting into it. I think right. he's just being. You know, I think he's got the moral high ground on him. He's not getting into it. I mean, there's an irony in you saying that the devil has a moral high ground, but yeah, I think he does. <laughs> I think he's not doing anyone any harm. Right. You know what I mean? He's expect. He's accepting us for our humanity. Okay. We're all that sort of problems. You know what I mean? Whereas God is going, here's a Mickey. Don't touch it. No. You're not allowed to touch. Yeah, here's some gay sexual desire. Don't be playing with it. No, nope, I don't allowed. know whether that was God per se. That was more. That's well, that's, he, that's Catholicism. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. There's not a lot of religions like, now put up with all the the carry on of having to being able to do whatever. Yeah, you like. I don't think that's God. Yeah, love to one, love one another as I have loved you. But has he? He's just bullying us. But no, it's not again. <laughs> He's I, bullying I, us. I reiterate though. Where's the devil's if going? If you play devil's advocate in this, exactly. it's not devil's actually advocate. exactly reason. It's, it's not. It's not actually God. <laughs> it's it's the religion. It's not God. It's the religion. So it's the religion that's created by man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, as in, if you believe in a God or whatever the God is and you believe the God, the principles of being good to each other. So whether the God, your God is the devil, whatever it is, if you're good to each other, you get along, you don't, you know, just be a general all-round soundster. And then you don't get into the, if you have a willy, don't touch your willy and don't be doing messing yeah. with the things and don't be doing... We'd all get along. I guess so, yeah. I guess we would, yeah. So anyway, you're getting the devil on your chest. So I'm going to have a devil. <laughs> 
and the other lad's gonna have a picture of the cat that his ma feeds. Did he? Did he? Is he coming back? He apparently is. He has to get a picture of the cat. Yeah, it's an unusual one, isn't it? It's not even his cat. It's the cat that his ma feeds. I wonder why you'd want that tattoo. He must must be a very charming cat. Must be a very good looking cat. Right. For I you to see that. a cat that you don't even know and to go, you know, most people say a lion, a panther, I want a tiger head. You know, I want a, all those things. Yeah. He wants a picture of the cat that his ma feeds. I wonder, is he going to have it like mid feet? I want, like, I wonder, is it going to be an action? With the bowl and everything, yeah. Yeah, with the whiskers. Or... I'll keep you posted. Will you keep me posted on that? Because that's the type of... Yeah, yeah, I'll keep you posted. It's important information when it comes to these things. Any animal facts this week? Uh, No, I don't. I'm running low on animal facts. We were sent in an animal fact by Mike Carney. Got two animal facts for you that will knock your socks off. Hit me with the song. (laughs) Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Animal facts. Animal facts. I got those animal facts. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so first up, elephants can smell water up to three miles away. Um, and they are one in three mammals. There's only three mammals, mammals to go through the menopause. Others are the first, obviously, as humans. Uh, the others are humpback whales. And then elephants go through the menopause. Elephants? Imagine an elephant getting the hot flushes and losing their head. And elephants stay pregnant for what, like years? Oh, years, yeah. So the menopause probably never lasts forgets, the same. Which would be unfortunate with pregnancy because that's one of my favourite things about women is that you forget. Like with pregnancy and labour, you just forget. But if you're an elephant and you never forgot about being pregnant for that long, you'd be, imagine just being around the house with that elephant, mammy, Ooh. like she'd just be all, don't even talk to me. And then the menopause would kick and she'd never forget that she started the menopause. Oh, Jesus. Although that's a contradiction in terms that they say an elephant never forgets because in pregnancy and in menopause, your memory gets quite bad. <laughs> Secondly, tiger stripes on their skin as well as their fur, and no two tiger stripes are ever the same. Oh yeah, that's true, like a fingerprint. So if you shave them, have they stripes on their skin? I don't know. Well, he says tiger stripes are on their skin as well as their fur, and no two tiger stripes are ever the same. Well, I've one animal fact that sort of coincides with that. Okay. Because you know the MGM lion. Yes, and you see the I've movies. seen them. Remember yeah. him? He was a lion from Dublin Zoo, believe it or not. Really? Is he living in MGM? I've been to Vegas. I've seen him. Oh, yeah. No, no. The one from the original movies. He's long dead now. Oh, long dead. You know, from the, the first, the black and white yeah, movies. Yeah, you know, no. Sorry, I got confused. Well, in it's a tiger's roar they put over him. So when you hear, see that lion opening his mouth and roaring, they had to replace the roar with a tiger's roar. Because, yeah, because a tiger's roar is much more ferocious, and a lion it sounds much. It doesn't sound as as vicious or as roary. So it's oh, a ti- so the MGM lion has a tiger's roar, and he's from Dublin. He's from Dublin. He was born in Dublin. That lion. Was oh, he born in Dublin Zoo? Yeah, in Dublin Zoo Amazing. back in the day. So that's the animal name? fact. I don't know. That's my only thing about Dublin Zoo is that sometimes they give them, I know that they're trying to keep them to their roots, you know, that they give them like, they call them like Simba and whatnot or, you know, Abu Dhabi Wabu or whatever to try and keep them with it. I just think they should give them more Dublin names. If they're going to be hanging around Dublin Zoo, I feel that you should have more choppers and decos and whatnot. Do you know, there's Deco the line. That'd be um, that's actually a brilliant idea. Deco the lion. I think that it really should happen. Anto the giraffe. Yeah, there's Anto. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and then like the rest Jerry, of the lads. Jerry, the, Jerry and Larry the gorillas. Yeah. All right, lads. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and like nicknames and whatnot. Picky and all. You know, I just think that that's something they should. That's I mean, actually look, a very good idea. I'm not telling you what to do, Dublin Zoo, because you are doing a sterling job, but. Yeah, but we're all for Irish names on um, Irish animals. Yeah. You know, because let's say, let's face it, if you're born here, you're Irish. Yeah. End of story. I think there should doesn't be doesn't matter a- if you're a man, woman or crocodile. A whacker, a macker, or a jacker. You yeah, know, definitely. I'm all for it. Especially with the penguins. Oh, yeah. Nothing better than a bunch of penguins that are, sound like they're a bunch of like teenage boys with nicknames. Be all yeah. for that. Yeah, with their little hands down their pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, that's it. I don't, I'm, I don't have much to be on about this week. I'm sort of like, I've had a very relaxed day all week. I watched the Walking Dead finale last night. It was very disappointing. My oh, favourite no. TV show of all time. My favourite TV show of all time. All time. The Walking Dead? Walking Dead. It's just been the greatest televisual experience of my life. And then the season finale was last night and I watched it. I downloaded it and watched it last night. Uh, Oh, I hate when that happens. It really let it down. It let itself down. It let itself down. It just wasn't up to scratch. I don't want to give any spoilers. No, I won't say what it is. People haven't watched but it. But it, uh, it, it sort of... They it, will be pissed. Yeah, it wasn't good. It was a deliberate 
cliffhanger. I'll say that much. It was a deliberate cliffhanger because they ran out of narrative. You know, you know when they run out of a story and they say, look, all we can do at this stage is just leave them hanging. Mm. Leave them hanging. And try and figure it out for the next series. Yeah. Yeah, so the only reason anyone's going to go back is this. I can't say without ruining it. Okay, don't. But it was a bit a bit messy. Very disappointed. I get so into this shit. Like, when you think about it, it's six years of my life. Six years of my fucking life when you think about it. Watching these zombies it's and people pathetic, fighting these zombies. It? Yeah, it is pathetic. So I deserve a, an outcome. I deserve a, quali- a standard of but quality. But you might get an outcome in the next series. Yeah, but I, I know. But I've always, every year I've watched it and I've said, oh, that was worth it. Oh, that was worth it. Season five. Whoa, that was worth See, it. Season six. Ah, Jesus. That's what happens when you get into a series relationship. Do you it know is. sometimes relationships just disappoint? It's time to break up. It might be time to break up. It Although might be time. you'll probably have a dalliance when it get, when it comes back. It'll be like we'll oh, have listen, a We'll have one last. We'll have one last hoo ha with each yeah. other and see how it yeah. goes. Because you know the way. No, but it makes me nervous because uh, Game of Thrones is coming back this month. And uh, are you going to get into a bit of a thing with them? I'm going to get into a thing. I'm getting back into a relationship that with them. That seems lusty. I would say as far as relationships, that will be a, a Game of Thrones strikes me as being a bit of a lusty relationship. It is actually, yeah. It's, all, it's gratification. Yeah. It is, and, the yeah. savage gratification in it. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be doing that, but I'm I'm hoping it doesn't go the same way as The Walking okay. Dead. Of course, Orange is the New Black is coming I'm back. I'm excited about that. I'm big into that. Yeah. What else is coming? There's a whole load of stuff coming back. Yeah. A whole load of stuff, but they'd be about the big ones. I'm, I'm looking, looking forward, forward to Orange. That's the only thing that I've maintained. I've been able to have some kind of idea a of series, what's going yeah. on. And that's Orange is the New Black. Oh. Like I, the other night, actually, the show he's like, we'll sit and watch um, How to Make a mur- mur- the Murder. Making a Murder. Major mur- I was like, we're going, we'll start to watch that. And then I just went, do you know what? I don't think I have, I have two books beside my bed. I need to read them. I'm like, I don't have the mental power. Do you know what I mean? You know, when you're just like, I might get a bit hormonally attached or something, or I might just get cranky with it. So I was just like, do you know what? Good luck. Good luck. I'll get. I'm. I'm just so. I'm, at the moment, I'm sitting and waiting. At for... this stage, you probably know what happens and make. No, I don't. I oh, have managed this far, thus far, to stay so far removed from oh. anything. I, I always go by, scroll by, scroll, scroll by. Anyway, Jeez, so there you go. Um, look, as always, we'll ask you to subscribe if you haven't already done so on iTunes or on SoundCloud uh, at. Dublin podcast feel free to tell us if you have any ideas of how we make socks in the meantime oh. uh, PJ will figure out the sock situation that he's promised oh. to everyone and if you want socks uh, tweet PJ at PJ Gallagher <laughs> <laughs> as you said oh, 4FM has nothing to, to do, do with the sock situation I'll have to take a week off work and just do this I'm and stitch back. socks yeah or just post them just post any old socks yeah. yeah I need to get it sorted I'm yeah. sorry on the delay on the socks everybody they he's will not. come he's they laughing. will eventually come He's absolutely laughing. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Peace and love. Rubber gloves. Well, you may get yourself somewhere and sort the socks that you oh, out. Jesus Christ. Mm.